0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the water cooler, the world's most statistically average sports podcast. Brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Check us out today at believe.com. That's B L E A V. My name is Ryan Saber, the most electrifying voice in sports information. And with me, as always,
1: what's up, guys? It's me, it's me, it's Lukey C. Oh, I'm feeling good today, aka Brendan Lang. What are we talking about today? <laughs> Brendan Lang. Is that Two for the
0: Money, McConaughey? Yeah. Was is it Brendan or Brandon? I can't remember. Brandon, that dude, but that but Brandon. what was his John? Um, what was his like gambler name? I can't remember. I can't remember. That movie's on one of the streaming services. I think it's actually on Amazon Prime. If I will watch have, that. If you have not seen Two for the Money with McConaughey. Al Pacino, Rene Russo's in it. Uh, check it out. It's a good one. All right. So today, all NFL today, we'll do a little bit of a recap of Super Wildcard Weekend. Then we'll get right into the games that we have upcoming this weekend in the divisional round, and we'll wrap it up. Short one today. You ready? Let's do it. Before we get into the show, a word from our sponsor. The NFL playoffs are here betonline.ag remains your number one spot in 2022 with more props odds and lines than ever before all right two and one last week we were on a roll there right i kind of messed it up a little bit you hit one i went one out of two we're currently 37 35 and one so far this season so we're just we're getting further into the green what do you got this week?
1: I got another winner for you here. I'm going over 54 and a half in the KC Buffalo game. Give me over 54 and a half. I think both teams score in the thirties. So I think we hit that over pretty comfortably.
0: I like that one. I toyed around with a couple of those over unders. That's one that I looked at the over under I went with is over 47 bangles at Titans I just like Bengals Titans. I think those two teams are going to score points. 47 feels like a low number. So I like over 47 in that. And then, you know, that time of year, Tampa Bay minus three, baby at home against the Rams. We're going, we're going Tommy, Tommy all day. So we got over Buffalo, Kansas City, over Cincinnati, Tennessee, and Tampa Bay minus three at home against the Rams. It's a new year with a new updated desktop and mobile website. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline. It's where the game starts. All right, super wild card weekend. We're going to do a little bit of a, a recap. Look, no big surprises, really. There were, they, you know, there was no big surprises. San Francisco was the only underdog to win. The favorites won by an average of like 17 and a half points or something. I mean, it was it was astronomical. You know, I saw a lot of people, even I think you maybe a little bit kind of talking about, you know, the expansion the playoff hasn't been good. I, I don't I think the seven seeds are just getting blown out these first two years. All in all, we're not going to spend a lot of time here. But who impressed you the most last weekend?
1: Yeah, I, I may have commented on it, but um, I mean, not going backwards. And I I, I like I kind of like having three games, uh, you know, six games that whole weekend. I wish it was three and three. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Monday night thing, mainly because no. I'm an East Coast dad. I got to get the, I got to get my rest, man. But um,
0: I'm going yeah, get... to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't watch any of that game. <laughs> I watched the first half. After, and it was, you know, after Saturday and Sunday, seeing five, you know, some good, some bad games. I was kind of checked out, to be honest.
1: It was it was about the last 10 minutes of that uh last nine game minutes of that that um San Francisco Dallas game was was about it. It was about all we got. But, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it every year. So I don't know. Um,
0: Cincinnati, Las Vegas.
1: Yeah, that was OK. I mean, I. And maybe we can get back to this, but I think Derek Carter just kind of proved my point about this middle tier quarterbacks. It's like I just you just felt that that's that, that a turnover was coming. You know, I didn't know it was gonna be a pick. I didn't think they would go all the way down into
0: the whole into the red zone time. inside the 10. That, yeah, so the whole you know, time
1: it, it just felt like, you know, it felt like that was coming. And, and it felt like, you know, it's something that I had said about these guys that, that are possible trade targets for the Browns. But Let's not get into all that um, three. I had three big takeaways the most impressive team i thought was the bills i don't think that it's it's really debatable they had seven possessions they scored seven touchdowns against a pretty good uh, a pretty good defense there with the patriots josh allen had a, a 0.419 epa and cpoe composite which you know i love to talk about but you know mvp level is like 0.23 and that's for the whole season so there's obviously a lot of variance there. this is just one game he only had i believe 33 pass attempts but completed 84% of them just insane play from Josh Allen. And um, he had a couple of those games this year where it was like, okay, this is the best version of him. The Patriots got two of them. So like he's showing up in their big games when they need him the most. So that was that was what was most impressive to me. You know, the closest I could find to that, that 0.419 EPA number was Brady back in 2011 in the divisional round. He was uh, 0.373. So, you know, it, just an unbelievable performance from Josh Allen. And um, I mean, they just took took the Patriots to the woodshed that was very impressive
0: I mean let's be realistic all right I think when we talk about who impressed I think it's a really tough question because the reality of last weekend is that nobody beat a good team nobody beat a good team the good teams are what's left so this weekend I think is going to be the true test so I think that Some of what we saw is smoke and mirrors, and we'll get into that in a minute. But I'm going to say the team that impressed me the most, surprise, surprise, it was Tampa Bay. They had a 31-0 lead before throttling down. Their defense came to play in a way that it's last year, the last month of the season in the playoffs, right? Devin White's final over the field. I've been watching Tampa Bay games all season. Devin White has not looked the way that he looked. Now, they got Shaq Barrett back. They got their corners, you know, the the corners back. So they're starting to, to round back into form there. But that defense came to play. They completely shut down Philadelphia's run. The best running team in the NFL, they completely shut it down. Forced, you know, they did what I always talk about, and I tweeted about it. They focused on the read option and just hammered Jalen Hurts every time. And that defense looked really good. Uh, and look, Tom was Tom over the course of his 19 year career or whatever it is at this point. He has done more with less. Right. And he did it again last weekend. Godwin wasn't there. They were going. They were on their third running back. They dealt with some offensive line issues during the game. Right. They lost their center. They lost Werfs. Now, granted, the center Jensen came back, but. They were dealing with issues. Now, the reality is this. That team is getting healthy now, right? They're going to get both Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny's coming back. They're getting uh Ronald Jones back. So, that, man, I, I mean, obviously, Godwin's not coming back, and Antonio Brown is gone, but Mike Evans showed that, you know, he's back and healthy. Gronk was back. I just – that team really impressed me because – I felt like even though we were both just like Tampa, nothing else to be said. I thought that they were the one potentially because of sort of the letdown that they've had defensively throughout the year, the injuries they've faced, guys in and out of the the lineup on offense. I thought they could be the one that maybe were the most susceptible to a a nail biter or even an upset. And I mean, they were up 31-0. I mean, that game ended 31-15, but let's be honest, they kind of shut it down, throttled it down and started getting ready for the divisional week. So. Really, really impressed by Tampa.
1: Not much to say there. I, I Tampa's got a, a great run defense, and you knew Philly was going to try and run at them because that's what they've been doing. And you know, we we, we kind of knew it wasn't going to work out. So, you know, not not to say that thirty-one nothing isn't impressive in three quarters. It's, it's it most certainly is. But uh, yeah, I was I was I was more impressed by what Buffalo did um, against a better team. But uh, but yeah, and then my my only other I only had two other takeaways. Um, real quick, I I can't believe how good Cam Akers looked. That was unreal. I mean, he looked, it didn't look like he missed a beat. And he tore his Achilles six months ago. It's insane. And they just, they unleashed him. I think he had 17 carries. He had several targets, even downfield targets. I mean,
0: I mean, outside of Derrick Henry, he's the health, the two healthiest running backs in in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that's, it's wild. It's wild. Really impressed by that. And, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy should be fired. Not, not just for the way the game ended. Um, It was everything before that. Just the penalties, the game plan. I mean, it just, it's just, oh man! If you're a Cowboys fan, you just gotta be like sick to your stomach just just watching him <laughs> stalk the sidelines. You know,
0: but, I mean it's uh, well documented. Look, I'm not the. I feel like I've been talking about it the longest, and and maybe I'm exaggerating and taking a victory lap that I shouldn't. But I've been talking about his clock management shit since he was since he was in Green Bay, mm-hmm. and it's like now it's just like a, a narrative and it's out there. But like he is so bad at clock management that team was not prepared they didn't know the fucking rule that yeah yep yeah. and they were totally undisciplined i mean how many big penalties did randy gregory have right like at least three and i, I mean yeah. look i get it the cowboys
1: lamb had like three total targets like hey, it was just a mess all over
0: the whole thing all right let's not turn this into a Mike McCarthy, Bashes session, the Talking head shows. I mean, that was everything on Monday morning. That was the lead in. So we talked about who impressed us the most. I think sort of the flip side of that isn't like who was the most disappointing. But I said no team, nobody beat a good team. So who is fool's gold in your mind? As you go into this weekend, the team that, you know, won a game last week or maybe even was impressive that potentially you could see turning around and, and getting beat badly
1: i mean honestly i don't think any of them uh, um you know i think i think all four of these games look great if i had to pick one i think i'd go with san francisco to be honest with you um not that i don't believe in them like i said i think i think they, they're probably going to cover but if i had to pick one gun to my head i think it's probably san francisco just because i don't even know why <laughs> i can't even I, I can't tell you why yeah I just, I just have a feeling that the San Francisco could be kind of a letdown. I mean, I know that Green Bay has a terrible rush defense, number twenty-seven by Rush EPA over the last, uh, you know, since week ten, and we know that we know that San Francisco can run the ball on them, but I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just have a feeling that it's, it's San. I'm going with San Francisco.
0: Look, it very easily could be San Francisco because they're not facing. They're facing the exact opposite, right? That team's going to be well-prepared. They are a disciplined football team. They do know the rules. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to make the same types of mistakes. So I think it very easily could be San Francisco. And on top of that, I think a lot of people are letting the last two times San Francisco and Green Bay faced each other in the playoffs. It's so different, though. I understand. But I think a lot of people are letting that cloud their judgment. It's not San Francisco to me. Because I don't really feel like anybody has any expectations for San Francisco. For me, the team that concerns me the most is Cincinnati. I haven't thought they were a good team all year. I just haven't. I thought they played well at times, but I, I just haven't thought they were a good team all year. And now you're seeing articles on social media. You know, Can Cincinnati make a Super Bowl run? Are they destined for the AFC championship game? Those kinds of things. They're a sexy pick. I have the least confidence about that team moving forward. The Raiders had a chance to tie that game late. Derek Carr had that bad pick. I am not a Cincinnati believer in the sense that I think, maybe not even you, we're not going to use you language, but a lot of the folks out there, in the, in the social media verse are, it, it'll be interesting. The Titans obviously can't start slow or whatever, but they're coming in with the coach of the year and number one seed and all that. So I think Cincinnati, if, if you look at the team that people are impressed with, and has the the most likelihood in my mind to get beat by a large margin. It's probably them because I don't know if people are expecting much out of San Francisco, but I do think that's a good pick. But I am just, I am so far out on Jimmy Garoppolo that it it's not even. I'm so out on him, so th- that that jades my whole my whole viewpoint of that team.
1: Yeah, I, I mean that's that's fair. I think they'd be. I think they're the lowest quote unquote seeded team left. Oh no, they I are. guess it would be San Francisco. No. But um yeah San Francisco was a five, I think, but they had the same record. So yeah, I can see that. Um and I I mean Zach Taylor's not a good coach. I mean he hasn't done anything that that remotely shows me he knows like what he's doing.
0: San Francisco is a six.
1: Okay, six. And going against um, you know, like you said, the coach of the year, I think Mike Rabel might be the coach of the year. What I'm not sure if he's gonna get it or not, but he's even if he does get, I still think he's underrated as a coach. Yeah. So I, I could certainly see Tennessee winning that game. I just think that I think they have something special. Unlike you, I do think that they're a, a good team. I just think that they're
0: who Cincinnati. I just,
1: yes. I just think that their coach is, is something that could hold them back in, uh, you know, not just this game going forward as well. But yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think you own the domain name to www.firezacktaylor.com so
1: no I, I hope they keep them as a bronze fan i i'm glad that they're they're making this run and hopefully they lock them up to a long 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 extension
0: <laughs> so you want to do an update on the on the wc challenge after the first round of the playoffs
1: yeah yeah absolutely so um really exciting stuff here there's no change uh, we both we both racked up twenty points. There's
0: no change, but I think when you start to look at the likelihood of you know how many points are out there remaining on the board, because I lost a team last week, right?
1: Yes, yeah. So you you lost a team because they were playing each other,
0: and you, this week we have two matchups where head-to-head. we each have a team. We have two head to head, so I think we're going to see a lot of movement this week. So I won- this so- this could be the week because uh, yeah. I have Chiefs Bills,
1: and then I also have the Packers and Bengals. And then you have the uh let's see here the Rams and the Bucks. So you'll lose one of those. Yep. But you also have the Niners and the Titans. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, so you're gonna uh, lose, you're gonna lose either the Chiefs or the Buc- or the Bills, and yes. I'm gonna lose either the Rams or the Bucks correct. And then the and, other uh, two games were facing off head to head.
1: Yes, yes. So you know we could split those, those could go one, one way or the other, and that could really be a problem for me if, if that happens, but um, or for me. Yeah, but but very impressive stuff was we got all eight teams, so uh, we were able to lock that in. We did not do that last year. Um, yeah, I, I, I had all look, four
0: teams in the in. I had all four teams in the championship games last year.
1: No, I think I had one. You didn't. I did.
0: I think that's a lie.
1: No, I, I had I had one, but um, because I no, I didn't. I didn't have the Chiefs. You had the Chiefs. I because because <laughs> I tried. I tried to. I tried to get cute with it. I mean, I won by <laughs> like
0: fifty points last you year. You did
1: not have all four teams. I, I did. I, I no I know you did not. Um okay so uh but yeah so so we're in the same spot going forward we've got okay. So
0: 18, I still have a 9 so point lead.
1: Correct. 110 to 101. Okay. All right. So, so 9 these point games this week are worth it. 10 points so.
0: Ah. Yeah, I mean if you win both those head to head matchups it sways this thing. Yeah, or if you, if you win both, I mean,
1: like if you win both, I'm I mean I'm down I'm down to one team. So
0: yeah, I mean I like I like it, and and we'll get into this here in a little bit. So I just I wanted to make sure. I thought that was the case, but I wanted to make sure going into it. So yep. so I was mentally prepared for how it was going to play out. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the divisional round, the games coming up this weekend. We'll do a pick them, and kind of as we get into each game, we'll, we'll provide a little bit of commentary on each one. You went five and zero last week. I went four and one. Six and zero, baby. Six and zero. Oh, excuse me. Six and zero, and I went. I went five and one. All right. So you right now are ahead by one game in the pick'em for the playoffs. It's six and zero, five and one. But overall, this is getting pretty good. Like if you think about, I see a lot of pick'em shows. You're forty-one and thirty. So you're you you have eleven you're eleven games over five hundred, on your pick'em, I am forty in thirty. So we are showing that these games are not easy to pick head to head straight up. So you know a lot of people talk about the spreads and they're obviously really hard to pick with the spreads, but even straight up they're not easy because this league's fucking nuts. All right, last We're week gonna... felt easy. This week does not. <laughs> no, this week is it's not easy, but that's the way it should be because I believe in my heart that these are the best eight teams we have the best eight teams available so let's start first the Bengals, the titans titans are a three and a half point favorite at home who you like in that game i mean i know i just crushed
1: sack taylor but i'm going with the Bengals. derrick henry's first game back let's you know let's see what he looks like he might be a little rusty he might not you know this guy you know before before he did actually get injured was was pretty unbreakable you know, I would not be surprised at all to see Tennessee, you know, maybe even beat them by double digits. But um, I just think that, you know, I, I, I said it, man. I think that uh, I think that Burrow and Chase is something special. And, um, you know, I think that they can exploit that pass defense a little bit. Since week 10, they're 12th and drop back EPA, the Titans are. And I think that uh, that's something that they can take care of. And if you watch, I mean, I know you're watching the games, but when you do watch those games, you know they're not they're not doing a whole lot of special stuff. It's literally just a connection between Burrow and Chase. You know, it's three or four back shoulder throws or like a slant that he gets into space and and just catches another gear like he did against Kansas City. I mean, it, it's it's truly impressive to watch. You know, he he's a rookie and he's already one of the four best wide receivers in the league. So yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Bengals in this one.
0: I figured you were going to take the Bengals. I mean, I was always going to take the Titans, so it doesn't matter. I mean, the Titans of a team that I've been on for you know, probably 10 weeks, maybe even a little Mm -hmm. bit longer. I kind of prognosticated the way I thought this was going to play out. Look, I'm not super thrilled with them having the week off. I don't know why. They feel like a team to me that could get rusty a little bit. Like, they're playing well. I, I want them to stay on the field. They're incorporating Derrick Henry back into things. Now, look, they found something in Deontay Foreman. They didn't really change too much the way that they were playing, they were feeding him the ball a lot. I look, I do not trust Ryan Tannehill, but in this game, based on everything I said about Cincinnati, I don't think I have to trust Ryan Tannehill. I think that comes more into play potentially next week if, if they find a way to win the game. And my my favorite, I, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I mean, my favorite non-browns player in the NFL right now is Jeffrey Simmons, the defensive tackle for the Titans. I think he has I think he's he has a big game, very disruptive, able to slow down Joe Mixon early and then able to get that pressure up the middle to make Joe Burrow uncomfortable. I really like the Titans in this game. So, all right, 49ers at Packers, biggest spread of the weekend. Packers minus 6. We got I'm going with the home team. Give me
1: the pack. You know, you you kind of hit the stuff on there. I I'm not sure. I think people are are kind of conflating a little bit with some of the past. Not that I don't think that San Francisco can come in here and win because I absolutely think they can. Um, I just think that Rodgers is kind of on a mission, and uh, you know I don't see San Francisco their, their defense their past defense has been susceptible like 16 by drop back EPA since week 10. So they is they going to
0: play? He got the concussion.
1: I'm not sure. I I I'd imagine he'd be back, and I think they got good news too on uh, another defender that got Fred hurt. Warner. Um, Warner, yeah, Fred Warner. I think so. I think he's back as well. He um, came.
0: He was ready to go back into the game on Sunday. They didn't put him back in, but he was ready.
1: Yeah, so they should be ready to go. I mean, Packers got the week off, so they should be ready to roll. Um, I I'm going with the pack.
0: Yeah, they're at home. They've got the MVP. They've got if not the coach of the year, either LaFleur or Vrabel's going to win it. This is home for them. You you know, I I mean, the Packers, they are going to be ready to play this game. I do not have any concerns of them being rusty after the bye, right? I, I think that they'll come out, they'll hit on all cylinders. Their defense has been pretty decent. Over the second half of this season. And, and again, I just, I, Jimmy, I'm, I am so far out on Jimmy Garoppolo. I will say this, though. I love what the 49ers do with Debo Samuel. And for those of you who don't get super locked in or dialed in and pay a lot of attention, they do something very unique with Debo Samuel. Not just that they line him up in the backfield, but they line him up in the backfield in the pistol. And they turn around and they do a pitch almost straight backwards. And there's a video of offensive coordinator, San Francisco, Mike McDaniel, breaking down why they do that. And it's really just because it's unconventional and it just gives – him a a eyelash a split second because the linebackers aren't used to seeing that and a different look it's a different look they turn around they pitch to him when he runs up the middle you know and then he'll usually cut it out break it out I really like that but with all that being said I just I'm out on Jimmy Garoppolo I think this is probably the biggest win from a points perspective you know, let's call it thirteen, right? Ten to thirteen points of of the weekend. I, I really, I believe it. I could see all that. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just I, I just they're they're not facing Mike McCarthy and all that bullshit they had last week. So I could just see the pack coming out and punching them in the mouth and being up two touchdowns early in this one. All right, Rams at Bucks. Bucks minus three. Uh, there's there's a theme here, which you should may which may reveal itself,
1: or you you may have already picked up on it. But I'm going with the Bucks. This Bucks defense is not the Cardinals defense. The Cardinals defense was lauded early on in the season, and they were living on turnovers. Their success rate was really poor, but their EPA was real high because they were living on turnovers. Those turnovers stopped coming, and they fell all the way down to 24th by EPA um, on defense. And that's just not what the Bucs are. The Bucs are a top-five defense against the pass, against the run. I know that we have differing opinions on Matt Stafford. I don't trust him. I I know they looked good last week. I just think that they're they're playing a much different beast this week, and I think that uh, you know, give me. The, I'm taking the better quarterback in every game. If you if you can't tell yet, so I'm just sticking with it. I'm going with the Bucks. Give me Brady.
0: Yeah, I. You said that you know this isn't the Cardinals' defense. This isn't the Cardinals' quarterback either. They're not getting a gift, touchdown, picks, two two yard pick six. he He was he was bad. But you know, it's well documented on this show. You and I have been very vocal about our lack of trust for Kyler Murray, our concern about the way that he performs in the second half of the season, whether it's teams figuring out the little nuances that they're doing in their offense or he just breaks down in the second half of the season our lack of trust for cliff kingsbury and all of those things came to fruition in the game last week i didn't think their game plan was great their defense didn't play good their quarterback did not look good so look the bottom line i said on this show last year in one of these playoff games i went early on i went against tom brady and i said i'm never going against tom brady again I am not going against Tom Brady. I'm taking the Bucs. And I expect last week, all, almost all of the Rams' points came went through Odell Beckham. He caught a touchdown pass early. He had a huge catch and run that set up a touchdown. He had a throw to set up a touchdown. They're not going to get that kind of contribution. Look, I love Odell. I'm glad he's playing well. It's awesome. They're not going to get that kind of contribution. Now Matthew Stafford's going to have to step up in a way that you know i expect him i expect him to turn the ball over a couple times so i like the bucks all right last but not least probably gonna end up being the best game of the weekend i think bills at chiefs chiefs are a one and a half point favorite at home which you get you get three points for being for home field advantage so Las Vegas basic and you're I know you're going to refute that because you've done it in the past you get three points for being for, for home field advantage so basically Vegas thinks that they're in my mind even though they're a one and a half point favorite they're the underdog who you like in this one
1: yeah I think it actually is two and a half now but which is what they opened at so that, they got them pretty even here okay. um I have no idea I have no idea what's going to happen this game I uh, Kansas City could win by double digits. You could tell me Buffalo won by double digits. I'd believe it. You could tell me that you know either team won by one. Whoever gets it last is probably going to win this game. And I, I'm just going with Mahomes and the home team. So I like. I literally have no idea. Nothing. No outcome would surprise me. You know, Josh Allen has a tendency to, uh, you know, he, he's he's chaos. You know, he rarely have we seen him put together two two games like the one he had last week in a row. You know, if he was if he, if he able to do it this time, it'd be really impressive and it'd be the first time. But they're not pretending anymore. You know, they're putting him back there in the shotgun and they're letting him sling it. They're not even pretending to run. I mean, Kansas City, they're, they're doing a little bit different game. They, they run the ball efficiently. You know, they got McKinnon back there. He's catching the ball out of the backfield. It's a little bit different weapon than I think uh, teams had seen. And he looked great last week against Pittsburgh, but. You know, I'm taking Kansas City, but I'm not overly confident in this. I mean, anything could happen in this game.
0: I am notoriously critical of Patrick Mahomes. I am notoriously critical of this Chiefs team. And very rarely do I take a one-game sample size and base my opinion on a one game sample size, but I am going to do that in this game because I think it's so close. And I'm going to play the who did they play last week game. Both of these teams played teams that I believe are bad. I believe the Bills played a team that was better than the Chiefs, than the team the Chiefs played, right? The Patriots are better than the Steelers. The Chiefs looked really bad for the first quarter and a half of that game. I believe that if they start in that fashion that there's they're not going to be able to catch up to the Bills. Now look, the Chiefs defense has been really really good the second half of the season. So this is a tough one. You know, I I'm, I'm I'm historically critical of Mahomes I think if you take a look at last week I would probably in, you know in your opinion you said the Bills win was 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 the best one I'm going with the Bills and I I don't want to but it feels to me that this is Buffalo's time. Now next week you know maybe they you know play the Titans and it you know all things are all bets are off but we'll worry about next week next week. I'm going with Buffalo. I believe top to bottom, you look at the roster, I think that they are slightly better than the Chiefs. So it's hard, it's hard for me to go against them in this one. And uh, I think they're gonna win it.
1: Yeah, I mean they beat them by what double digits. Yeah. So to tell I you this. know,
0: I, I mean, look, I that, that regular season stuff. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Teams beat teams in the regular season, and they turn around and get beat in the playoffs. So I I didn't even take previous matchups into consideration. I'm again, it. I'm just I'm going one week at a time on this one with this specific matchup, and I'm just I'm, I'm comparing their performances last week, and I'm just saying that Chiefs when they came out at the beginning of that game against Pittsburgh. I was very underwhelmed by the first, you know, 15, 16 minutes of that game. Now, obviously they turned it on, but yeah, that that's, that's what I'm using as my, as my tiebreaker. So the yeah. only, so we, uh, we've got two differences here. You've got the Bengals. I've got the Titans. You've got the chiefs. I got the bills. Yep. All right. Shout out to Baker Mayfield. He had surgery today. Six, we wish you a speedy recovery. This is the beginning, hopefully, of the 2022 Comeback Player of the Year. We love you, buddy. Rest up. Get better. Get ready for 2022. We're expecting a lot of big things out of you. In the coming weeks, NBA. I know I've been saying the last few weeks that we're going to talk more NBA, but with the NFL playoffs, it's hard. And this is sort of the the dog days of the NBA season, even though the Cavs are playing really well. Big game tonight. They're playing, playing the Bulls. Is that on right now? What's the score?
1: Down nine and a half.
0: Down nine at the half. So we'll be talking more NBA, NFL offseason. Look, combine draft stuff, free agency, big off season for our favorite team, big off season for, for several teams, potentially a lot of quarterback movement, lots can be going on for the draft stuff. We'll try to get our friend Alex Gilstrap from NFL Draft Prospects Pod on. And for all you pop culture lovers and nerds out there, Zero Dark Nerdy, that's another podcast that we are affiliated with. Please follow. Listen there on the Believe Podcast Network. Follow them on on Facebook at Zero Dark Nerdy. Instagram at ZDN underscore podcast. If you like comic books, movies, music, TV, all that stuff, the, the crew over at Zero Dark Nerdy is doing really, really big things. Don't forget about us. Either at WC Sports Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like, follow, and subscribe. We are available on all your favorite streaming platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We are also available on the Believe Podcast Network, number one podcast network for professionals. Check us out today at believe.com. That's B L E A V. And as always, we are presented by the one and only betonline.ag. With that, we love you and enjoy your lives big shout out to your eastern conference
1: player of the week dg the pg darius garland all-star coming baby somebody sock man.